Welcome to the New Process Podcast. Learn all the tools, methods, and best practices combined with people, emotions, and a a human-centric mindset to rethink your process and push it to the next level. And here is your host, Marco Kloppenberg. Yeah, welcome to episode 14 of the New Process Podcast. And after four episodes with interview guests, it's now time for another solo show. But this time, I will not only share my own experiences, I'm bringing the experiences of the whole new process community with me. So today I would like to share with you 14 top tips for process modelers from experts of the new process community. So let's dive right into it. And now, let's start to rethink processes. Actually, I can't remember how many hours I've been working as a process modeler throughout my whole career. But especially in the beginning, I've been working as a process modeler for more than two years, just sitting together nearly every day, mapping processes, three hours in the morning, three hours in the afternoon, sitting together with the people, the real experts, asking questions all the time to understand how they are actually doing their processes and to put that into a tool to map the processes in a way that the employees afterwards can really understand how this process should be executed. So that was such a fun job and Still today, I'm doing a lot of process modeler trainings. I'm doing coaching for process modelers or even process modeling myself. And I really enjoyed this task. And I asked the new process community for their tips for new process modelers. So for process modelers starting this job, not for new process modelers. Maybe this is also something interesting to define if there is a difference if you're a process modeler or a new process modeler. Uh, (laughs) Okay, Um, just kidding. But um, today we are talking about the tips for process modelers. I already tried to bring the different tips and tricks into a logical order. So we're going to start with the topic of purpose in the beginning and uh, Yeah, for sure, I'm going to introduce the experts and you'll find all the links to their LinkedIn profiles, for example, in the show notes as well. So here are the 14 top expert tips for process modelers. And tip number one comes from Andreas Richter. Uh, He's building systems that help complex organizations to do right things right. And his advice is to think about the purpose of the process. And yeah, this is exactly what I also recommend doing in the beginning of the new process life cycle to define the process purpose. So Andreas here perfectly addresses the beginning of the new process life cycle uh, to think about the purpose first. Thanks, Andreas, for your advice. The second advice comes from Kevin Tan. He describes himself as a thought leader in business process modeling, a speaker and a stand-up comedian. And I really love his LinkedIn posts on process modeling. So there he's sharing a lot of ideas on how to map processes in BPMN 2.0 or even UPN in a way which is simple, insightful and engaging. And I, I really like how he maps processes in a visually balanced way. So if you're looking for 
good examples on how to map processes with regards to optical aspects as well, then you should definitely visit Kevin's LinkedIn profile. And here comes his tip, tip number two, which is determine the why of the process first. Don't rush to model the what of the process. Yeah, I think that adds to what Andreas already said, to think about the purpose first and don't rush to model the what of the process. Make sure that you really know why you have this process here. What is it for in the beginning? So thank you, Kevin, for this tip as well. And finally, there's a third tip on process purpose and the why coming from Emil Kelly. Uh, I already translated his LinkedIn slogan into English because my Dutch is not the best. And uh, I would love to pronounce it the right way, but uh, I prefer <laughs> to go with the English version. Uh, there he writes, process management without nonsense. And you can find more on processia.nl which is his webpage where he is sharing his ideas on process management with using these nice yellow sticky notes. So maybe you already saw that on LinkedIn as well. So his tip for new process modelers is don't do it if you don't know why a process model could help you solve your problems. And that uh, sums up what we already heard in tip number one and tip number two. Just don't do it if you don't know why a process model could help you solve your problems. And this also extends to the benefit of process modeling. So if you don't know how this helps to solve your problems, then it would be better not doing it. And that's great. Always to question not only the why of the process itself, but also the why of process modeling here in this example. So Emil, thank you as well for your tip for process models. That's great. Tip number four comes from Richard Nagel. He's working for Sky New Zealand and he is pushing continuous improvement through business process management. And his tip is keep it simple. Yeah, and I can really support this advice uh, because don't make it too complicated, yeah? Uh, when mapping processes, take out all the complexity and try to make it as easy as possible to understand the process. And uh, don't overdo it with thinking about how mapping processes. Just keep it simple. And I know that's not easy. So, Richard, thank you very much for your advice. Tip number five and also tip number six and seven are coming from Peter Klein. He works as business process analyst at Boon Idam, which is a company from the Netherlands. And his first advice, so tip number five is, make the model in a way the user understands the model. So it encourages them to use it. And that supports what uh, Richard already said, keep it simple. Um, so when mapping the processes, always think about how to map it that the user really understands the model. So that's easy to read, easy to understand, and that the user, the employee, which is looking into the processes to understand how to execute a process, for example, can actually work according to the process documentation. Great, Peter, thanks for this tip. And this already leads us to tip number six, also from Peter. And the tip number six is, 
Use the space to visually balance the model so it doesn't become a mess of lines and blocks all over the place. Yeah, I really love this and I'm talking a lot about aesthetic minimum requirements in my trainings as well, so make the model look nice, use the space, center the content of the model, align the objects and make the connections between the activities look nice. That's very important for aesthetic minimum requirements, I would say. So thank you, Peter, for the second advice. And tip number seven, also from Peter, is stick to verb noun when naming activities to keep the model visually balanced and easy to read. From a modeling methodology perspective, this is a really important advice from my point of view. So keep it really simple and just use verb and noun when naming activities. Keep that in mind and always stick to this convention. Great. Thanks, Peter, for these three advices in total. And now we continue with tip number eight, which comes from Sam Courtney. He works for Quark Software in Dallas, and his advice is to never stop asking why. And I interpret that in a way which is not related to asking why in the beginning, but always asking why are you doing this while mapping processes. So try to really understand why the people are doing a process in a way they are doing it. So why, why, why? <laughs> to really understand how the process looks like. Thank you, Sam, for this advice. Tip number nine comes from Marlon Dumas. I guess a lot of you out there might know Marlon. He is professor at University of Tartu and uh, with all his papers he is really influencing the academic development of process management space I would say. He's also co-founder of the process mining tool Apromore and um, his tip is whenever you model a process keep in mind the customer, their needs and their experiences. Think how each step is creating or could create value to them The ultimate outcome of process modeling should not be a model, but rather a better process. Yeah, please never map processes just for the sake of process modeling. Always keep in mind that there should be a better process at the end. So at least a better understanding, a common picture of the process we are talking about, and then finally also a better process for the customer. Thank you, Marlon. And now tip number 10 comes from Sam Leitch. I hope I pronounced your name in the right way. He's fighting for powerfully simple process improvement with getscore.com. You might remember the tool we were talking about in the last episode, Score. So he's working for that company. And his tip, tip number 10, is don't attempt to map the perfect process. Just keep it simple and maintain a focus on why you are mapping the process. With regards to process modeling, I would like to highlight the aspect that you shouldn't go for the perfect process model. So there is always room for improvement and the picture you are creating is just the picture of uh, all the people in the room in that session. And then maybe next time there will be different experiences, different views, and the process will be improved anyways. So I don't think that there is a perfect process at all. So thank you, Sam, for this advice. 
Tip number 11 comes from Michael Fox. He's crushing complexity and maybe you know him from all his postings on LinkedIn on process management, which I really like to read. So feel free to follow Michael there as well. So his tip is to give people a chance to use their ears. Yeah, I would even add, give people a chance to use their brains. <laughs> give them a little bit time to think about what they just heard and um, you know, then ask them and integrate their ideas into the process modeling session. Michael, thank you for this advice. And then tip number 12 is my own advice. Um, this is what I tell all my process modelers at the end of the process modeler training when we are talking about soft skills and how to prepare a process modeling session. I tell them too, and this is tip number 12, Always put gummy bears on the table when you start a process modeling session. This might sound a little bit uh, weird, but it's not. In my experience, it especially uh, slows down top-level management people from talking too fast in process modeling sessions. So if there's something on the table which they can eat, this really slows down their speaking because top management is often quite fast with firing out all their ideas on how process should look like. So this is a way to slow them a little bit down. And if they taste good, it's always good to have some sweets on the table. And now, uh, yeah, I know, Craig, it could be better to have some healthy snacks on the table, like nuts, um, but I personally prefer gummy bears. <laughs> okay, and now... We are coming to tip 13, which is coming from Johanna Brugger. She's a senior manager, product communication and process management at Lufthansa Group. And uh, I, I have to read her advice. Um, and this is so lovely and I really like this one. So her answer was, I would like to answer with the story of Frederick the mouse. He collects colors and sunbeams for his fellow mice. So that they do not have to freeze during the winter and to draw the gray days colorfully, quite the opposite of the other mice who are busily gathering supplies. In this context, my advice would be, it's all about the purpose, the why, it's all about human centricity, for whom, and put into an end-to-end -end perspective, input-output. Designing processes, Frederick style. Yeah, great. Johanna, I, I love this one. And uh, I love the story of Frederick the Mouse as well. So, cool. Um, maybe we can take this statement onto a higher level uh, at a later point of time. So, thank you very much, Johanna, for tip number 13. And now, finally, and that's a great tip, tip number 14 coming from Chris Green, who's ridding the world of bad processes. Uh, maybe you heard that in uh, the last interview as well as the purpose of a company. So, Chris, thanks for uh, your advice here. Tip number 14 is just get started. Yeah, great. And uh, with that said, I don't want to stop you from mapping great processes. So these were the 14 top expert tips for process modelers. Let's recap today's new process inspiration. Yeah, cool. 
Thanks for listening to these advices. And just to briefly sum it up. So the first key learning, I would say, is always to think about the why of the process on the one hand side. So why do we have this specific process? And then why do we want to map this process? So what's the idea of the outcome? What do we want to achieve? So don't map just for the sake of process modeling. Always have the customer in mind and think about um, the, the final goal of having an improved process at the end. And then when mapping the processes, always keep it as simple as possible. Make it easy to understand for the user, easy to read. Use a simple notation and yeah, make the model look nice and visually balanced. This also helps to inspire people for processes. So I would say these were the core elements of the expert tips. So a big thank you to all the experts who contributed to my request, who answered my question to share their ideas. And I'm also going to share a presentation on newprocesslab.com, which you can download just to reread the different expert tips there or maybe also use the presentation uh, in your trainings as some inspirations there as well so that's it for today in the next episode which is going to be another tool interview on my journey to find a human-centric bpm tool and this is probably the most fun episode which i've recorded up to now <laughs> i'm still wondering if i can leave it as it is right now or if i have to cut some of the scenes out there <laughs> so <laughs> be curious what is coming up there thank you very much for listening have a great day bye bye and auf wiedersehen you've been listening to the new process podcast make sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode for more tools methods and best practices to rethink your process and push it to the next level, next level. thank you for listening By the way, before you leave, if you think that these tips are also interesting for other process modelers in your community, in your company or process models you know, then feel free to share the link to this episode. Just send them to newprocesslab.com slash episode 14. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.